clap and my hands were uh, in the perfect well, position. And our count was kind of confusing because I started at one and you started at three, but we met up at the same place. Yeah, that's all that matters, I guess. <laughs> that's all that matters. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Oh, my hands are sore. I guess I'm still um, <laughs> using too much uh, antibacterial soap and hand sanitizer. Or yeah, I'm okay. just a, or I'm just a sissy and way too sensitive. Or you're, oh. you've just been single for way too long. That is also true. It is the right hand that stings more than the left hand. That's weird. <laughs> exactly. Oh boy. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so how's uh, how's so? your weekend going? Having a having a, a nice a nice time there before the big snowfall today. Yeah, I guess uh, we've been uh, I've been putting random music on for Ben, right? Because mm -hmm. you know I want him to love music. I guess. Um, but uh, so like it's it's a hit or miss sometimes. Uh, I sang Baby Got Back to him. Why? And he kind of kind of oh smiled. God. But when I played it, he was like not interested at all. Right. Um, <laughs> but the the Beach Boys surprisingly loves it. Like, I'm loves sorry, I'm sorry, it. I'm sorry. I can't stop picturing you singing. Can you like do like a five second <laughs> little clip of it just so we can all hear it? It's not even. Well, it's Baby Got Back. It's not even singing. It's it's <laughs> rapping or okay. 80s rap. So, I mean, like speaking at like a 0.6 speed right like it's still just you rapping yeah. that's awesome but uh yeah beach boys is his jam i guess really so nice I'm okay. yeah i'm okay with that any uh, so uh, let particular me... songs or just barbara uh... ann oh yeah, that's barbara it. ann yeah i think he just loves the high-pitched voice right yeah yeah fucking big smile on his face when that plays <laughs> Uh, so yeah, let me down like the rabbit hole. So now like all weekend I've been listening to like uh, like the '60s playlist on like Spotify, nice. right? Like yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, if he likes Beach Boys, give uh, the album P uh, Pet Sounds a listen. It's the one where Brian Wilson produced mm -hmm. uh, all on his own. There's actually a okay. movie about it, and it's my it's one of my favorite albums from that era. It's definitely my favorite Beach Boys album. It's really really good. Yeah. 1966 yeah i have it right here yeah it's the Jeez. one with like wouldn't it be nice on it okay, okay. It be nice? stop that yeah. you know that little ditty <laughs> mm -hmm. oh yeah there's a uh, uh, 27 tracks Jeez. really yeah, yeah i guess so yeah it's a, it's a really good album it's really catchy he tried a lot oh, of wait. different experimental no. things yeah that doesn't sound right 27 tracks no. but... so what it is it's like 14 tracks and then like there's like the remastered and then there's like oh, a stereo okay. mix and, yeah yeah you know. but yeah it's all it's like his experimental album and mm -hmm. according to the movie i don't know if these are real facts but like everybody told him that it wasn't gonna work and the arrangement just didn't make sense and it went on to be i think their best-selling album yeah huh, crazy yeah yeah mm -hmm. yeah good times yeah what about you good weekend no sad weekend sad mm -hmm. weekend I had to put my motorcycle away. Oh, yes. Yeah. Winter's coming. Winter is coming. Uh, it's supposed to snow uh, tomorrow? Today? Today. Tonight? Today. Is there's actually, a, in Ottawa anyway, there's a weather warning saying that mm. it's going to hit and it's going to hit hard. So, like, stay off the roads, uh, get ready for no visibility. Um, yeah, it's supposed to be really bad. It's supposed to start, like, right around now crazy so whenever i brought my bike back to uh the ottawa good time center shout out mm -hmm. i'll take a discount Whoop. uh when i brought mine <laughs> they're, de there, they're definitely listening 
<laughs> obviously there was like 35 bikes lined up and i brought it in right at the last minute like 2 30 they closed at three and you could tell they were scrambling because there's just everybody brought in their bikes right at right. the last minute trying to get that last ride in so it's my first season only been riding for like a, a month and a half but i totally get mm -hmm. it now why people try and stretch it out as long as possible so yeah, yeah it was bittersweet the, uh... it was a nice one but I see the snow, but then it's like five to ten millimeters of rain. So I mean, that's gonna oh, be yeah? part of it. Yeah. Which uh, which and source then, are you looking at? This was just a notification on my phone, I think, from Weather Network. Or yeah, that's what I'm, I'm always Network. looking at the Weather Network. Yeah, hmm. the Weather Network. Are you Network. looking at Cornwall? I am. Yes. So that could be well. See, son of a bitch, Al. Right. We don't live I in keep the same on, place. Why well, I, I keep on having like, I thought Cornwall is everywhere. It's just one yeah, big I know. giant city, right? Yeah, it's pretty much the the entire world center of the universe. I know for sure. Not this, yeah, not the states. Cornwall is. I was uh, helping a couple people change a tire last week, and they asked where I was from. I said Cornwall, and I'm in Ottawa. I'm 45 minutes away from Ottawa. They looked at me like I had three heads, like they had no <laughs> idea where this place was. And like you know, Cornwall, like. It, it's it's pretty bad but it, it, it's only like 40 minutes from here it's like yeah no no idea like god damn it whenever i lived there crazy like you thought it was the center of the universe yeah did you tell them it's like the the teen pregnancy capital and like <laughs> no i just said you're not missing world, much <laughs> i did not feel like educating them yeah, see i know on mine, it's uh, saying special weather statement, snow at time heavy this afternoon into tonight. Snow is forecast to begin this afternoon. Crazy. In big red writing, foreboding writing. All right. Well, might as well get the podcast going then since to prepare ourselves for that major winter storm today. The major shift in uh, Canadian weather. Shift. Yes. Winter yes. is here. The daily shift, it seems. Uh, so speaking of gloom and doom and uh, foreboding, mm -hmm. how about we talk about like ghosts and ghost stories today? Yeah, I mean, uh, it's, uh, was it Christmas time? I mean, you might as well start talking about ghosts, right? Like... It's not even, my birthday hasn't passed yet, Al. We can't even, we're not allowed to talk about Christmas yet. That's a Do, rule. Is this a, is this a show we should have did in October? Yes. No, no. <laughs> We're not going to conform to people uh, would have expected it from us. Yeah, exactly. This is a, this is like a curveball. And then like next July, we're going to be listening to we're going to be doing a podcast on Christmas. Just just to, yeah. just to screw people over. Well, this will be like our nightmare before Christmas. Like, you know, is it <laughs> it's, it's kind of in the middle. So we, we're yeah. going to have to like end on some Christmassy shit or something. Oh, but. you know, you, you could have went down the, the path of Scrooge and just be like Christmas ghosts and stuff like that. So. <laughs> But whatever. All right. Well, I wrote that down for an idea for January 1st. We'll have a Christmas <laughs> <Yeah>. episode. <laughs> the history of Christmas. <laughs> we'll just do everything like two weeks late. Yeah. It'll be our thing. Cool. Yeah. All right. No, let's so, talk about ghosts. Yeah. Ghosts, man. What's up with that? Eh? So for a long believe, time. For a long time, I did ghosts? it. You I, see, I knew what you were going to ask. I knew. Yeah. Uh, no. It's got the uh, well, For <laughs> I just said that to Sean yesterday. I use that exact <laughs> phrase. Um, I use it all the time. They're shitting. Uh, for a long time, I did it. I really, really did it. Um, I wanted to. I always thought there was something there. Yeah. But uh, I, I'm very much the type of person who I have to see it with my own eyes or else bullshit. I'll call bullshit mm -hmm. every time. Um, so I was always intrigued and interested. 
but I never believed until maybe like five, no, fuck, I'm getting old. Like 10 years ago, I started having shit happen. And yeah, I totally believe now. But it's still, it's weird. Like, I think it's not like um, a guaranteed thing where people who die, they turn into ghosts or whatever. I just think mm-hmm. there's special circumstances where things can get imprinted into places like uh, a sound on a, a cassette or like video on a cassette tape. Like if if something's shocking enough, it can like, um, like just imprint itself in an area, and I think that's what's going on there. And now, after having a few experiences, I totally believe, totally believe that there's something going on. There's people. It's not just everybody making up ghost stories. I don't think everyone we hear is true. Like I think we'll we'll explore in this episode, mm. but um. I definitely think there there's something out there for sure. I believe it's definitely weird. eh? Cause I mean, when you believe, cause then you're talking about like the afterlife, right? If you yeah. die, well, you can, you yeah. know, like it's, it goes hand in hand. Where do you go? Right. And like a lot, a lot of things are like, so for one thing, I, I do, I believe in ghosts. Mm, I want to say yes. I did have a ghost experience apparently when I was younger, according to my mom, um, <laughs> But then you read stuff about like demons and like stuff like that, right? And that kind of mm-hmm. veers more towards like religion and stuff like that. So it's kind of, I don't know, it's kind of hard to explain. Then it's like maybe ghosts are just weird echoes from a different timeline traversing into ours, right? Like mm-hmm. there's that aspect of it too, where it is actually one theory where it's, it's just maybe it's just a multiverse thing and we're. We're just hearing echoes of stuff. I got stuff dropping everywhere over here. <laughs> it's poltergeist, Sal. Yeah. Pol- Clearly, the spirits are not uh, happy about this. Like, I'm real, they, damn it. They don't like your the explanation at all. Fucking going to get bitch slapped soon by, like, <laughs> ghost in my house. God damn it. <laughs> Crazy stuff. My God. Okay. I Dude, believe. are you moving that picture behind you? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> See, but I do get creeped out from that. So, like, okay. It, there's still like an imprint in our brains, I think, right? Like a, the mm. fight or flight scenario. And I don't know. It's just put yourself in a situation and be like, uh, do I believe in ghosts? I don't know. Maybe, but go to like a, a place that's like actually, like, well, not actually, but it's supposed to be haunted late at night with like, you know, like your flashlight or something. Guaranteed, you're going to be freaked out by it, right? Like your senses yeah. in your mind are going to like, hey, like, I'm like in a fight or flight scenario here. Like, you got yeah. adrenaline pumping. And I find like maybe that attributes a lot to people believing in the ghosts. Like, oh, for sure. You hear noises in the dark where you don't know exactly what it is. It could just be like the house settling, right? But mm. if I'm watching like a comedy and I hear the house settling, yeah, no, no big deal. I don't even notice it. If I'm watching like a horror movie and I hear the house settling, <laughs> like I just expect I'm going to get murdered soon, right? Yeah, yeah. And you crawl so far yeah. under your blanket and yeah. you don't let anything come out. <laughs> you stay yeah, there. It's like, Piss well, yourself well, the whole thing, yeah. Yeah, just might as well finalize my freaking will, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to die. But yeah, yeah, just so there's that, right? So in our agreement into talking about ghosts, I did a little bit of research and I I, I looked in like the famous one. I mean, mm-hmm. when everyone says like a famous ghost story, which one are you thinking about, right? It's it's Samuelville. The That's big like one. the famous one. Like mm-hmm. 
from and that happened like what the 1970s or yeah the 70s or the late 60s or early 70s i believe yeah. it was and do you think uh, it, I'm, I'm just gonna cut in here real quick just with the one question uh do you think that the reason it's so hyped up and so big was because of was it the movie that made it big or was it so big that they made a movie from it did you come well, across it, that in your in your study uh, the first one it was a book originally oh, right. that was written right mm-hmm. and then the movie was based on the book so but a lot of it is just because the story because it's actually based on a pretty horrendous murder right so the the feo was the family and it was the the eldest son went in and he murdered uh his siblings which i, I think he had like three or four brothers and sisters and then his two parents uh, and they're all in their bed it was all like a single shotgun or a single mm-hmm. gun to uh to the backs of the children laying in their bed, the siblings, and then two for the parents. Uh, So apparently they were sedated, like at supper time, let's say. And that's why they're all in their bed, right? That's why you you hear the type. Well, (laughs) no. Uh, no. (laughs) I like a little bit of fight, but (laughs) anyways. Uh, (laughs) That's just wrong. so yeah so that, that's why whenever like you they hear the gunshots why mm-hmm. didn't anyone wake up and scream and run right well right. that's why yeah. they're, they're pretty sedated uh so but it yeah, premeditated so it, then like, it was premeditated the, the old the oldest sibling the like the oldest son sorry that did the murders apparently was some he was in some financial issues right so he, he needed how money. old was he sorry I think he was in his 20, 23, I think he was. I'd have to Jesus. look it back up, but I, I'm mm-hmm. confident saying he was 23 years old. Um, so, yeah, and the, the thing that they think that's because he was in financial situation was one of the first things he asked whenever the cops brought it in was, is he going to collect the life insurance on his father? So <laughs> that's, a, but, that's a red flag. That's usually not the first question you ask. <laughs> so no, that, no. that was a huge red flag. Uh, but then, and then the the famous saying that uh, voices told him to uh, do the killings. Yeah, get out so of this house or kill your family. Was it? If I remember the movie right. I well, think the, the, well, I think the movie was like get out, and they probably. But yeah, what were so the actual that, voices? The get out thing was from the priests who visited the house when the Lutz family moved in afterwards. Okay. So that was the voice that he heard. True story uh, again, or movie? Uh, based on, or is that just totally There's some okay. wiggle room on okay. that, right? There is an mm-hmm. actual recording of the priest saying that, but it's kind of weird that it, like, it cuts off right after he says that. So some people are saying it it was like like the, like the dad that said, get out, you know, right, not just right. voices. Yeah. So, but <clears throat> uh, anyway, so, the, so what happened was like, so the murder happened, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, lots of hearsay of what actually happened. Like, the, his first defense was uh, he heard voices plot saying that his family was plotting to kill him, so he had to kill them first, right? Uh, and that was mainly, I think, uh, a plea for insanity, because that was his first story. His story changed five or six times while he's in jail. And by the way, he's still in jail to this day. Oh, uh, wow. He's still alive. Yeah. Uh, last update was like <laughs> June 2020, so I want to say he's probably still alive. Yeah. Uh, but then, like, his story changed. Uh, like, him and his sister wanted to kill his dad, and again, for the money. And then they got, like, two other friends jump in. And his sister wanted to kill all the siblings to get rid of the witnesses. And that didn't sit right with him, so he killed his sister after that. Like, it's 
he changes the story about five or six times after that. So the whole he heard voices thing kind of goes down the drain, right? Because if yeah. you change your story, you're like, no, actually, I didn't hear voices. Like, okay, well, <laughs> clearly you didn't hear voices, right? Um, but the, the real thing happened whenever the Lutz family moved in. And they moved in after, you know, the killing, obviously. Um, so, and that's whenever, like, the, the weird stuff apparently happening. But the stepfather, George Lutz, was actually deep into the occult. Like, he, okay. even before I moved into the house, right, he was big into that stuff. Like, the afterlife, witchcraft, like, just weird occult stuff, right? Like, mm. Ouija board, everything. Um, so, one of the things was he used to wake up at, like, 3.15 a.m. every single day. And that was apparently the time that the family got murdered. Which is okay. also, 3 a.m. is the witching time, right? For uh, yeah. for ghosts, right? My uh, phone used to go off the hook every day at 3.20 a.m. Yeah, because... Christ was crucified at 3 p.m. So reverse, yeah. you know, it, apparently yeah, freaked a lot of people out at my house every every morning, 3 a.m. My phone yeah. would go off the hook. So very weird. And like, does that take an effect daylight saving times? I don't know. Is it 3 a.m. just your local time? It's weird, right? It's I mean, it's it's very weird. Uh, yeah. So they also the Lutz family also claims uh, strange smells, odors, uh, the, the green slime coming out of the walls. Uh, key and keyholes. Uh, they experienced cold spots around the house, uh, and then yeah, the priest came over. They asked a, they asked a priest to come over and to bless the house, and that's when he heard "get out" from a voice, and okay. then the priest said, "Yeah, never go back in that house because there's definitely something wrong with it, right?" Um, garage doors kept on opening and closing. Uh, they would hear like invisible knocks, so like they hear something knock on the wall, or the the kitchen was a big popular spot for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, their biggest one was like a pig-like creature with red eyes staring from outside the window, staring in at them. So I mean, like that's just that's just oh, creepy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and then like the that whole could have like, just been somebody fucking with them, but <laughs> maybe right. But uh, uh, then uh, a lot of saying that they woke up and like their wife was uh, his wife, sorry, was levitating from the bed. His son was levitating from the bed. That's and normal. then, like, one of the big popular ones, too, I remember actually seeing this from, like, an In Search of <laughs> documentary, like, way back by Letter Nimoy um, <laughs> did, a, did a thing on, thing on this, too. And there was, like, a room in the basement which had, like, no lights, and it was, like, covered by uh, a, a bookcase, because where do you put your bookcases in, in the basement? Um, so, like, a you secret? Move it. It was like, a secret? Yeah, it was, like, it was just, like, a, a closet. Like, it wasn't very mm-hmm. big at all. But there was no light in it, but it was always glowing red. And, like, that was one mm. of the things that they would say. But, of course, whenever people moved in and, like, saw it, it's like, yeah. there was no red light, right? So... So were yeah, these so, people just, like, on psychedelic mushrooms? Because I know that can induce colorful lights. <laughs> Well, I mean, Would they was dose there weird them every stuff? time they came in and just <clears throat> there's had lots them of skepticism, out. obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, like for one thing, the stepdad, like George Lutz, was deep into the occult. So, you know, people see what they want to see, right? People believe mm-hmm. what they want to believe. So there, there's that attributed to it. I mean, you move into the house and you know for a fact like seven people just got murdered here right i mean that's right. that's gonna screw with your psyche a bit like that's... and if he was into the occult and things like that and if he was trying to like open doorways or do any kind of incantations and like mm. um, invoking spells like maybe he went there and bought the house on purpose and was yeah, exactly. messing around with things that were above his uh, pay grade and yeah. he might have like 
he might have believed it so much that he saw what he wanted to believe like you said exactly. or he might have if there is some truth to magic and the occult he might have just done things that he didn't realize what he was doing and opened mm -hmm. up a bunch of doors that he couldn't close and just got in above his head but what happened when they moved out did everything stay or did everything go away with them no so they moved out uh they only stayed at the house for two months and then they mm -hmm. said screw it we're out right um then there's four families that have lived there since and the family after that one stayed there for 10 years and none of the families that lived there had any complaints mm -hmm. it's now a different ad address so they changed it it's the house is actually yeah, they remodeled. did a bunch of renovations didn't they yeah because i mean you look at the house and it does look creepy right like yeah. they have like those those weird windows that kind of look yeah. like eyes at the top there like i always I, found that just creepiest part about the whole story was that those freaking windows they're creepy so they just imagine all the tourists that. like hounding yeah well the house. that's that's why they changed the address too. So whenever mm -hmm. you, because it was 108 Ocean Avenue or 112 Ocean Avenue or something like that, right? Okay. So they changed the address and everything, so people stop going to it. Uh, but yeah, no, nothing reported. So. So that that makes me believe more that he was just seeing what he wanted to see. Because if he was really yeah. opening doorways when he left, they should have probably still been opened. If mm -hmm. he probably didn't know how to close them. And like a couple of things too, right? So one, the Lutz were really financially screwed. Like they bought the house because it was so low yeah. of, a, well, of an asking price. Because I mean, yeah. yeah, you know what I mean? Like not, you're not getting a full price for a murder house. Like it's just not going to happen. Yeah. Uh, so they bought the house. So that's kind of skepticism in the first place, right? They Maybe Lutz was like, hey, we can actually make some money off this. Because he wrote the book like literally right after he moved out. Okay. So it could have just been a, and he was only there for two months. So maybe financially he was only able to sustain living there for two months and then mm -hmm. got out. Um, but then the biggest damning evidence was their lawyer. The, the lawyer came out and said, this was back in 1979 too, came out and said that actually they just got drunk one night and came up with the whole story. <laughs> Really? Uh, that, yeah, and that's it. I haven't heard just, that. Just because they needed to make money. And I was like, hey, mm -hmm. this is a really good idea how to make money. Like, people believe in ghosts, you know? Like, <laughs> And this is a pretty damn... And this was a huge story back then, too. Like, that murder yeah. was all over, right? Oh, yeah. Um, so people would so, have yeah. just bought it just on hearing about the, the murders, right? So they would yeah. have had, like, guaranteed sales right there. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean famous famous ghost story like countless of movies are based on it uh mm. books were written on it uh actually george lutz you can look him up he's actually a screenwriter horror yeah, mostly see, right that's so why i that's... always wondered if it was more um hollywood fame yeah. than actual because i've heard of some like much crazier ghost mm -hmm. stories like there's there's crazier shit out there like you had mentioned demonic shit there's exorcisms and uh, like a lot mm. of crazier things that have happened that are oh, but, even close to as popular as the Amityville. One other, one other thing too, before I forget was, uh, mm -hmm. so that what was the biggest reason why this was happening to the house is because <clears throat> they kept on saying, Oh, it's because it was built on an ancient Indian burial Indian ground burial. or it was somewhere where the Indians would put like the mentally ill and the terminally ill and just mm -hmm. leave them there to die, you know? And like the, the local yeah, native is there Americans, any proof? 
No, that. actually, that has been denied because the, the yeah. local like Native Americans type thing, like the leader or whatever he is there, uh, the denied everything. Like, yeah, they were like, uh, yeah, the chief. Sorry, he's like, yeah, that's not true whatsoever. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, is it is it real? I want to say probably not because there's too many like, you know, there's no. too many things going against it. Like, yeah. And plus, there's people living to this to this day, and like not one of them has like and mysteriously just the died fact or... that somebody had something to gain out of something just exactly. tells me that yeah, that's yeah. probably not because a lot of like of other things that you hear about, people aren't exactly trying to to relive that experience over and over mm-hmm. again. Most of them just don't want to ever talk about it again. Right. So, but. He needed money, right? So he's exactly. like, oh, let's talk about this. Yeah, I know. I know. Usually if, you, if there's money that was made somewhere and you could follow it, then yeah. that's usually, to me, a, a pretty big a pretty big red flag. Yeah, and like there's so, like these these are like big stuff, right? Like green ooze coming out of the, the walls, you know? Yeah. Like a pig face staring at you. A room that glows red. But like no one's ever seen it. No one's ever experienced it after that. Yeah. No, see, yeah, that's huge because normally things need to be corroborated 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 collaborated yeah. no, english is hard don't worry it, it really is um yeah, words especially but uh yeah like that that's a big one it, it needs mm-hmm. to be proven over and over again for me to even start considering it and yeah I, I never realized the amityville one only happened to the people who were telling the story and that priest thing yeah. could have easily been like you said the father saying get out in the background shouting at him yeah, because so, apparently there is a recording, but he got cut off like right yeah. after he said, like, I heard a voice saying, get out, and then mute. <laughs> I was like, all right, well, yeah, it was the asshole George, you know, that told did, me to get out. Like, is that, but, did, um, they made a movie about the, the paranormal investigators, Lorraine and, um, Ed, Ed? Yeah, did Ed they ever Lorraine investigate Warren. it? Did they ever, they did, did actually. Did they ever yeah. say, like, yes, this place is fucked, or no, they absolutely these did. Up? No, they absolutely said that that place was haunted and it was not oh, a hoax. They? Yeah, they specifically said this is not a hoax. I feel like if you have to specifically state something is not a hoax, it's probably a <laughs> hoax, right? Like, yeah, like we, but that wasn't even the question. It's just you just came out and said. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, so they have a weird history, too, right? Like, oh yeah, uh, totally. And they're making money. They've got like how many different movies about their lives and careers. So. Yeah, actually, I don't know if they're still alive today. I actually no. don't know that. Oh, I have no idea. But yeah, I but think I, so. I did read that they actually went to like the filming of The Conjuring Two, like uninvited, and like they like tried to get into the house and they were like denied access. <laughs> but yeah, no, they're uh, they've been to a lot of places like Annabelle, like was yeah. one of their famous stories. They actually have like the movie did portray uh, the real life story though. Like they actually do have like the weird museum. In their oh, house yeah, yeah. of haunted stuff. I feel like if if haunted objects are legit real, the last place I want it is in my house. <laughs> Man, <laughs> I saw the, I think the doll Annabelle. I'm just looking this up quick. And mm-hmm. I think it's based on an actual doll, but not an Anna doll, not a rag doll, right? I think it's uh, mm-hmm. Robert the doll. Yeah, it's an old, yeah, yeah. Does that sound right? So it Robert does, yeah. the Doll, I, I went and saw the actual Robert the Doll in Key West, Florida. And okay. that fucking thing is freaky as all, like I'm actually getting goosebumps just thinking uh, about right. it. And to have that freaky fucking thing in your house, uh, yeah, there, there's definitely something wrong with Ed and Lorraine if they'd want 
that plus and other house, things yeah. like that in their house yeah. no because that thing was like decre- it's like life-size like a five six-year-old boy like it's mm. that big and yeah. it's just like falling apart buttons in the eyes it's supposed to be all kinds of cursed and it's all it's covered by letters from people who like disobeyed his rules hmm. and if you disobey his rules like don't take a picture without asking and like there's a specific set of things mm-hmm. that you can and cannot do he'll curse you until you write to him and apologize for not respecting him so the okay. whole room is filled with letters from people handwritten mm-hmm. typewriters uh, printed out saying i'm so sorry whenever i was here i did this and this and I, you told me not to and now all this shit's happened to me like i lost my job i lost my wife or boyfriend girlfriend like mm. like just these long lists of things that have been fucking up for these people and then but apologizing those are all normal things like people lose it, their it just adds people to the creepiness all the time right i know like, i know but it adds to the the lore and the creepiness yeah. of that doll because to this day I, I just think of that doll and i get creeped out <laughs> but i'm also like scared easily well, don't you have a few uh, ghost stories yourself? Yeah, and that's why I scare easily, Al. <laughs> <laughs> no, I used to, like, I grew up with a very superstitious grandmother. And she used to tell us, like, these stories about pins and needles in the ceiling, meaning, like, the demons were entering your house if you, if you saw a pin or a needle in the ceiling. Mm. Um, so, what else? I I can't really remember specifics. It was a long time ago, but ever since I was a kid, yeah, I've always been around it. But it, so I was interested in it, like I said, but just never really believed in it because I, until I see something, I don't believe in it, but I was always freaked out by it. <clears throat> so in um, 2010, when I was around 30 something, 29, uh, in the military, I went to Halifax and lived there for a little bit and I really didn't know much about Halifax to be honest like it was always I lived in Ontario Halifax was out east somewhere mm. maybe in PEI like I had no idea so no it's in Nova Scotia um, it's a beautiful city but it's also has it also has a history of um, this pretty epic explosion that happened that killed thousands of people instantly and kind of overnight made it this ghost city um and i had no idea about this and so i looked into it a little bit i went on a a ghost tour and learned that um in the first world war there was a, a munition ship that was filled with all ammunition for the the canadian fleet and in Halifax Harbor, which uh, is just like a regular harbor, it's not too, too mm-hmm. big, not too small, like a horseshoe land on both sides. Uh, Dartmouth on one side, Halifax on the other. It was filled with warships and one warship collided head on with this ammunition ship and the thing went up and it just exploded. Um, uh, it was this. I have one fact here. It was the size of uh, 2.9 kiloton kilotons of TNT. So when it went off, it was the biggest man-made explosion at the time. And on the ghost tour, they told us like it, it literally emptied the harbor. So it, like the whole harbor was emptied. 
they found an anchor like three miles away in somebody's front yard like and it just vaporized half the city killed uh, over 2,000 people in one shot so it goes back to what I believe now to be a traumatic event that like freeze frames souls in like an area because like that explosion literally on the ghost tour they showed there's a window pane in a church on the far side of where the explosion would have happened and there's an actual silhouette of a person like you can still see it to this day so that's why i I always think back to that like it's an imprint and it could have been made after it could just be part of the ghost tour but it was really interesting to see and the story goes that it was a priest in the rectory at the time of the explosion explosion happened and like his um all around him on the window got like blasted but where he was didn't so you can still see his head his nose his lips his mouth on the silhouette and um so I've always thought, well, if that can happen on a window pane, maybe that happens in this dimension spatially. Because mm. that city, in like, I went from always being interested and not believing to about a month living there and having these things happen to me that to this day I just can't explain. Like, I, I lived in an apartment that was a block away from the harbor and connected to a mall that was right on the harbor. So, like, it was awesome. You could actually walk in your PJs on Saturday morning when you were hungover, go down to the food court and your flip-flops and get your uh, your hangover meal. And on one of those mornings when I did that, <coughs> it was just, uh, I was alone in the food court with the girl working at A&W. And uh, she was talking to me and I was just speaking with her, looking at her and behind her, there was this door and it, it was open ajar and it just kind of swung a little bit so it caught my attention still talking and it swung a little bit more and it slammed and i was like yeah like it kind of gave me a a little bit of a start even though Mm. i watched it but i never thought much of it she went white the girl i was talking to just went white as a as a sheet and i said are you okay like what's going on she's like that door is like like heavy steel that door doesn't move like was it like how did that even close and i said well it was like kind of wide open it shook a little bit and closed she's like there's no draft in here there's no air there's no wind like and Mm. i asked her like okay well like it's just the door why are you getting so freaked out and she said well people always told her she was new there but people always told her it's a very haunted building uh things happen all the time but she had never seen it and this was like her third month fourth month or something so she knew enough to know that that door doesn't move but she had never had anything happen to her and yeah she said it was impossible for it to slam and when i looked at it closer yeah it was like a good inch inch and a half solid door so that was my first little thing and i was still kind of freaked out by it but not it didn't like give me shivers or anything but it was my i realized okay there might be something happening here and then that's when i went on the ghost tour and then i found out all about the history of it and saw that window pane and then a little bit after i was in bed with my girlfriend at the time and the bed sheets and blanket she was asleep i was still awake on my phone the the whole bed covers got ripped off like 
from our feet down. So I looked over and she was still fast asleep. If they would have went off to her side, I would have thought maybe she moved like it was dark. I was just looking at my phone mm-hmm. and I th- maybe she would have grabbed them. But they were literally yanked from towards our feet down and then on the ground at our toes. And like in one sweep, like quick sweeping motion. Scariest thing that's ever fucking happened to me. I got up, woke her up, like yeah. looked and there was nothing on the ground. We didn't have pets. Like there was nothing that could have pulled it down. Like they were up almost all the way. They weren't halfway. Like it was just fucking weird. So that's when I started to believe that, okay, something might be going on in this area. Like it's pretty fucking freaky. And then I think the next night, <laughs> like it happened so quick. Uh, the next night I had another thing happened while she was asleep. I was in bed, laying in the same position. And then in my right ear, I just hear very distinctly, turn on the light. Yeah. I went, okay. I thought it was her. Yeah. So I turned over, turn on the light, look over. Again, she's facing away from me, like a good foot away from me and at the edge of her side. I wake her up. I say, did you tell me to turn on the light? She's like, what the fuck off? I'm sleeping. Like, like <laughs> she was out and she was pissed that yeah. I woke her up. And that was the scariest thing that i've ever gone through because then i started to think about more and i started to analyze the voice and it wasn't her voice it was a female like a hybrid female male voice it didn't really sound like anything it definitely wasn't her and just to it was in my ear like i felt the breath like it was so close it's a turn on the light it scared the fuck out of me and i thought well maybe i was like half asleep but i wasn't like i was awake on my phone so those and then another quick thing that happened is we had like beads in the doorway and those would just always just move on their own like they would just like uh, it would sound like somebody would go through them like push them hard like not just a slight breeze so that was my apartment in halifax that uh explosion like i said killed two thousand people in one shot like that's got to do something yeah and the story goes that they had a funeral home which is now uh don't quote me i think it's called the five fishermen it's a restaurant supposed to be another crazy haunted place but that used to be the funeral home and there were so many dead people that they were lined up in caskets up and down the streets all around the funeral home like there was just dead people everywhere that's got to do something oh yeah so then I started to believe more and started to look into it more. And now I'm just fascinated by it. There hasn't been too many other big things that have happened. Um, but I did like, that's when I went to go visit Robert. The doll was like a year or two after, mm-hmm. cause I was into it. Um, I didn't follow his rules. Shit happened to me, but it was probably just life. <laughs> I never wrote him a letter or anything and nothing bad's happened since. But, um, that was, that had an energy to it too. So like I, I, I I don't know if I believe Ed and Lorraine and all their stories so much and how she's a, I think she's a medium, right? That's her yeah. thing. Like she feels yeah. like I do feel things like some places are heavy. I've been to Pearl Harbor. There's definitely a heaviness to that place. There's like, but to, I don't know if I believe in mediums and all that per se. But I mean, you, you knew about Pearl Harbor before you went there, right? Exactly. So yeah. Maybe and that's so I anticipated. Mind. Yeah. So you already knew that a lot of bad shit happened in that location, right? So, yeah. 
same mm-hmm. thing with Halifax. Like you knew, did you know beforehand that? I did. Pr- actually, uh, the I first say thing every happened. Canadian no. knows about that because I remember. Really, I didn't like, know anything about well, it. I felt I so remember, bad too. <laughs> I remember when I was young. Military. Like, they had that Canadian. Remember, like on CBC or something, they had like Canada Stories or something like that. And I do remember, Vaguely. like, hearing that scene, like ship explode from the water, and there was like one guy that stayed back to warn everyone to get out and stuff like that. But yeah, there was like yeah. these old like CBC like I can't remember what it was called. It was like part of the history, but it was like maybe like a, a two minute thing. It was like almost a commercial, and it played okay. all the time. Yeah, it was. I'm pretty sure it was on CBC. But anyways, yeah, that that's where I know the story from. Okay, yeah. Like see, if someone I, I, would have been like, oh, you like if someone, I I don't remember the story. I should say mm-hmm. just like when it, you reminded me of the story. Right. Um, yeah. No, I had no idea. Like I said, I didn't even know where Halifax mm-hmm. was on a map. Like I, no. I, I was uneducated. Um, so that's why I went head first into it once I learned about it, and then all the shit happened after. So yeah. So I I might have been on higher alert once I knew more about mm-hmm. it. Yeah. But one quick thing while I'm talking about me here, my most favorite subject ever. <laughs> uh, no, just uh, another experience I had that I actually did catch on tape. Um, after that, no, before that, I lived in Victoria and I went on a ghost tour, my first ghost tour mm-hmm. there. And it was just, uh, it was it was very, um, what's the word, kitschy. Like it was very, like, more theatrical than anything the stories okay, were interesting yeah. but like mm-hmm. uh the, the the tour guide was very theatrical uh, it just made it interesting it was a fun night but one the last place you go to is this little building it's like right in the main downtown but it's kind of abandoned and it's like in a in an alleyway you have to go in and he explains that it used to be the gallows where they used to hang everybody and um so you get to sit in this little room and he talks about all the people dying and he says this, there's one area in this room, like uh, it's in that back corner. A lot mm-hmm. of things, a lot of people feel really uncomfortable there. So like if you're a, se- if you're a sensitive, he said, don't go around there because you'll just get freaked out. So everybody moved away from it and I went to it and I just sat in the corner by myself listening to the speech and I was literally 20, 25 feet away from anybody because nobody went anywhere near it. So I started recording the, the video, and I, when I went home, I listened to it, and there was something in the video. So I, I turned up the audio so you can hear it, and I'll play it really quick. But, uh, yeah, there's this creepy voice, and there was nobody around me. So hopefully you can hear it through the, the TV. One sec. To the different is that had the best view into the gallows. Now, the ceremony was the same every time. And that first best view into the gallows. Now, the ceremony was the same every so, yeah, time. I don't know if you can really hear it too well because it is really faint, but it's him saying that there's gallows and there's uh, these were the gallows, blah, blah, blah. Mm. And in my, ear, in my ear, you hear there's no walls, but... I'm suffocating and it, it's something like that. I, I play it for a lot of people. Everybody has their own thoughts on what it says, but it's another one of those things where I didn't hear it in the moment and I had headphones on reviewing the video. And the second I heard it, the chills I got. And to this day, it's like, it still sends my hairs going up in my arms. Cause like, what the fuck is that? There was nobody mm-hmm. around me. 
That's crazy. So when shit like that happens that I can't yeah. explain, I'm like, well, that I have nothing to gain. Like I'm not listening to somebody's story. This this happened to me. So yeah, I definitely think creepy. I definitely think there's something. But I, is it religious type shit? Is there angels and demons out there? Like like is it just do you automatically become a ghost when you die and fuck with people? Like I <laughs> I'm not making any any strong uh, decisions on my beliefs there. But I think that there's weird things that go on around us that we can't explain. I oh, think definitely. A safe way to say it. And I mean, it's and if you do want to hear that video, it's uh, Mr. Esab on YouTube. Uh, uh, just go search Mr. Esab and you'll find that video. But you can hear it for yourself. Sorry. Self promotion. Oh, Jesus. Well, yeah. It's I'm not getting anything. Video. I'm not getting anything from this, but uh, go to my YouTube channel. And subscribe. You know, but the, and, it has a hundred views. I don't really. I'm not making anything off this thing. It's just interesting. Yet. And if you're in, if you've been listening this long, then you might be interested in ghost shit. So mm. you might get a kick out of it. Or you just like hearing Eric's voice. Mm, it's so sexy. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that wraps it up here. We're uh, this. I just wanted to this. Actually, we both agree like that's going to be like a 25, 30 minute 20, show. 20 minute show, yeah. yeah and and I think you still have stuff to, 45 minutes. To, 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 that you researched and I still do too. But Well, we'll keep it yeah, for Christmas. No, exactly. Christmas <laughs> needs an episode about yeah. this shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize how interested I was in it until I actually sat in front of my computer and started to piece together this episode. And I was like, oh, yeah. A, I'm really into this uh occult stuff and b there's been some shit that's happened to me and c i was excited to hear about amityville because i've always been into it but never really yeah. knew about it so now now i know definitely a weird story there but hey if uh, you the listeners have anything to uh, any ghost stories or anything that you want us to check out and we're very good at research no not really but we'll we'll google it <laughs> and we'll look it up and then we'll, we'll just regurgitate what google says right yeah. but yeah we're always down to look for new stuff so yeah uh share your stuff with us and maybe you'll be in the next episode of ghostly stuff don't do that and Sorry. uh <laughs> it, it's not maybe it'll definitely be it. if you write to us about something we'll 100 percent talk about it in the next episode because yeah. uh we're we're into it and we're into yeah. you so yeah so awesome thanks for well, listening thank you. this yeah. week on average canucks uh, if you like what you hear and you want to support us, go to our Patreon and uh, at patreon.com slash Average Canucks. And, and you, uh, uh, you just need to sign up for the first tier. Like, check out all the tiers, obviously. But, yeah. you know, for yeah. like two bucks, two bucks, yeah. you could actually make this show good because yeah. we'll have money to put into it. We'll be able to quit yeah. our jobs and we'll be able to actually, you know, put some serious time in, into yeah. and these like, episodes with your help. We have nowhere to go but up, so like it's it's gonna get better. It, uh, no, it can't I, it possibly get worse. Get worse. Oh, I don't it think could. it can possibly get worse. It could get interesting if it uh, got worse. <laughs> Alrighty so then. Patreon, our website, averageconnects.ca, and then check out our Twitter. Put your notifications on because once we start, we won't be able to stop on that thing. So mm, that's right. Just be ready. Be All right. Ready. Be ready. Once a week, sometimes, maybe. <laughs> All right. Uh, do you got a joke for the people this week, Al? 
this is the, the intro is going to be playing right now. Uh, and I've, do ha- I've I heard, have I've heard a joke. I've heard one. I don't have one, just so you know. But I've heard from uh, one of our audience that it, it, he's he really likes that. Uh, okay, well, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> disappointed. <laughs> Damn it! Fuck. Our audience likes somebody something? likes something. Fuck. This is not the way I wanted this show to go. Uh, I, and while I did, this I, is either going to be cut out or at least dimmed really loud, can you hear mm, my paper shuffling right now? Yes, I can. Fuck, it's, okay. it's beautiful. No, sorry. I was looking. I had a good intro written that I used mm-hmm. last week that I like. I bastardized it last week, but I wanted to use it again, and I can't fucking find it. So I do have a, re- a joke that I personally wrote. Oh, this yeah. is gonna be good. I know it's uh you personally wrote so like you sat down uh you put some time well, into it actually I, I did I know it just came to me like Ooh. I know from like a sign from God he's like hey <laughs> you need to tell this joke it is obscene and dirty and very immature so just my stuff all right all right all right so Get into mm, it. what do immature jokes and my penis have in common <sighs> what if you don't get it, your kids will. That's so wrong. Yeah, it's pretty wrong. That's so wrong. <laughs> Again, it just came to me. I hope you I hope that you have the balls to keep that in. So <laughs> but it is true.